0: Welcome to our podcast, It's About Payroll. We're your hosts, Brian Escobar and Walter William Duncan III. Whether you're new to the payroll game or a seasoned veteran, we have something for you. I
1: remember when I got out and was coming trying to get acclimated back into civilian life, and I remember trying to find a job and going through tip agencies and stuff and not having that health insurance because like you can yes you don't don't have to pay a premium in the military you just go to the dentist you just go to the doctor go get seen (laughs) yep Uh, but in the civilian world you need that insurance right you need those medical benefits
0: welcome back folks to another episode of it's about payroll this is episode number 86 what's up walt how you doing sir
1: i'm good man I, i'm good one step closer to the holidays yes. thanksgiving yep
0: good food yep. Fellowship. I, yeah that's my favorite part of it i love the, the family part i love like that I think that's what I like about all the holidays. The reason that we got to get together. We got to be together. We got to come together. And today's episode we're doing in honor of Veterans Day. Well, many times I tell you, thank you for your service, sir. We appreciate that you made it back. And when you live to to, to do this show with me, man, I couldn't do it without you, bro. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I know that you have some people and have some people in your family that are
0: absolutely in
1: the service or, or yep. have served yep. anyone who's listening your friends your families yep. uh, anyone absolutely. in my family thank you for your service and those serving right now um, whether that's an active duty or a reservist we appreciate all your efforts and everything that you do to keep us safe
0: word and then on that note it made me think about all the soldiers worldwide and all the families that are having to deal with their loved ones being away fighting wars right now across the globe god bless man and just keep them safe get them home safe yeah, yeah. and in honor of that we are going to talk about a comprehensive guide to military pay Walt is going to walk us through Fittingly, because he actually processed payroll in the military. So what better expert than our own resident host? You know what I'm saying? To walk us through comparing compensation across the global forces. He's going to take us through this first piece, talk about the United States payroll, right? And then I'm going to chime in and talk a little bit about how it looks across the globe. We have some good info to share with you all. And... Come on in and let's see how it goes, man. Take us through this journey, Walt. Tell us. And, and this is cool because it's not your origin story. So you ain't got to do that. You could yeah, get into yeah. these nitty gritty because he has yeah. Walt always has an example. Oh, my God, the military. I had to do this. And so it was, this is a cool show because he gets to chime in now and tell us how it was really a lot about the processing part of it. So, yeah. yeah, man, without further ado, you know, take it for us. Take it away, sir. This episode is presented by Time Track Go. The simply better employee time clock software that is going to make your life easier in addition to the unique graphical employee time card that helps you quickly identify and fix mistakes time track go is excited to announce it's now compatible with quickbooks desktop providing effortless data transfer and reduced errors time track go will not only save you time and money each week but the easy-to-understand user interface, and the ability to turn a tablet into a time clock will get you and your team up and going in just minutes. Find out what a simply better solution can do for your business. To learn more and sign up for your 14-day free trial, go to www.timetrackgo.com. That's www.timetrackgo.com go.com or you can call 888-321-9922 that's 888-321-9922 let's go
1: yeah definitely i want to start off by saying how important these people are and us making sure are the people who process their pay and I'm sure the first thing on their mind is that they want to make sure that their loved ones are taken care of, that these people are paid properly and timely. So there's no mishap or or disturbances in their home life. These yep. people are out protecting the the globe, protecting us and they're out here risking their lives on a daily basis to make sure that their families are protected and our families as a whole in the U.S. are protected as well. So just can't, can't understate the crucial aspect of serving in the armed forces and what their pay means to them. We want to ensure that the service members are adequately compensated for their dedication and their sacrifice, understanding that the structure of military pay and across different militaries provides valuable insights into how countries value and support their armed forces. So... We're going to talk about uh, the intricacies of military pay, explore the different types of pay and allowances, and uh, give a comparative analysis of compensation between different militaries, as Brian alluded to earlier. So I'm going to get into it. Thank you. The types of military pay. Number one. Your base pay or your basic pay, right? So basic pay, base pay is the foundation of a service member's salary, right? It is the primary compensation that's received by all military personnel. And it's determined by rank, user service, and a pay grade. The pay, The base pay varies across different countries, reflecting the varying economic conditions and cost of living. For instance, if I have the same rank, So Brian and I are the same rank, right? But Brian's been in longer than I have. His salary for his base pay would be different than mine based on my years of service. So there's different things that factor in how much you get paid. So let's say Brian's been in eight years. I've only been in two. Brian's salary is going to be based on his rank and his years of service. And so I would be at a a different or a lower base pay Based on that, even though I may be at the same rank as Brian.
0: Uh, Is base pay the same thing as regular rate of pay for those of us? Okay. Okay. Yes. Got it. Thank you.
1: Yes. So if a person's salaried, like it just basically says salaried. So basically everybody in the military is salaried. There's no hourly people. You don't get paid by the hour. You get a flat salaried amount based on those different factors.
0: There's no hourly rates in the military. There's nobody hourly in the military. Nope. Okay. Not at all. I guess that makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. But not Mm -hmm. even civilians, maybe, maybe civilians
1: that work with y'all. If if there's contract workers like civilians,
0: right? Then they're they may be at a different rate because they're not really in the military at that point. Yeah. I get. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay.
1: We'll see. Um, depends on what they do and the terms of their contract got it number two special or incentive pays these are a different another number another type of pay that military personnel receive special and incentive pays are provided to military personnel possessing specific qualifications or performing specific or certain duties these additional pays serve as incentives to attract and retain highly skilled individuals in those critical military roles. So examples of some of these are hazardous duty pay, flight pay, or language proficiency pay. Hazardous duty pay is something like, hey, I'm, I'm stationed at, for me, I'll give an example for myself, right? I was stationed on board a, on an aircraft carrier that had to go over into hostile waters, Oh, wow. And so because we went over to hostile waters, everyone that was on that ship at that time received hazardous duty pay.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Because, because there's Questions. incentive for those things. Go ahead.
0: How'd you know how to pay that? How did they dictate that? Was it by the days that you were in yes. In those hazardous waters? Like for every day yes. that you were in hazardous water, you got a certain amount?
1: Yes, exactly. Okay, got it. That's exactly it. Yeah, we, for every day that we were there, we got... um that those funds and then in, in some cases they wouldn't um, tax you a certain way based oh. on certain incentives and stuff like that depending on where you were like so mm-hmm. we, we were in the gulf or whatever and we wouldn't we would get the hazardous duty pay and it would not be taxed
0: sometimes not the government so, making up its own rules are <laughs> <laughs> <so, so laughs> they? Play, so
1: play flight pay is if you had to fly over somewhere to get stationed they may pay you for that cover your your flight and stuff like that. Like traveling
0: expenses. Travel pay, yeah. Got it.
1: And then if you are multilingual, you can get paid for that, especially if there's negotiations going on, things like that, or conversations that are being had, and you come translator. in as military personnel, and you're a translator, you can get paid for that as well. very oh,
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, so those are just some of those, some of the types of, the most common ones that you'll get in the military. What's got up? it. Oh, you had a question? Or are you?
0: No, yeah, sorry, got it.
1: All right. So next thing, the next thing I'm going to talk about is allowances and benefits. So one of the first allowances that you get is called BAS, which stands for basic allowance for sustenance. So there's basically a food allowance. They give uh, you a uh, monthly <laughs> amount for food. The BAS is a allowance provided to offset the cost of food for military personnel. It is intended to ensure that service members have access to adequate nutrition. The amount of BAS varies depending on the factors such as rank and dependence, right? So the more dependence you have, the the higher it may be. So for 2023, the monthly BAS rates are for enlisted service members, which is everyone that's E6 or lower, I believe, that you get $425.56 a month. Wow. To go To help go towards your food. And if you're an officer, because the, op- the officers get a little less because their base pay is a little bit higher than enlisted right. people. So they get $311.88 a month to help to, uh, towards their food. Now, this is th- the thing to keep in mind is if you get only get that is if you don't have government housing provided to you. So for me, for example, I was stationed on board a ship. Okay. And so they serve three food. meals a day on the ship. You know what I'm saying? And you have a bed on the ship. Right. right? So if I didn't have any dependents, I wasn't married, I didn't have any children, I didn't have any, I wasn't a guardian of anybody, uh-huh. I would not, more than likely, I would not get these allowances. Unless I had, unless they, like say they didn't have any room on the ship, on the vessel for me, then I had to go out and get a place for myself. Then they would consider that, but I would have to go through a process for that. Right. Oh, so that's how it is. So usually typically if you don't have dependents and you don't have adequate government housing provided to you, then you may be entitled to that, which is the perfect segue into our other allowance is the basic allowance for housing. B-A-H right? So that is des- designed to assist military personnel in covering cost of housing. It takes into account factors such as location, rank, and rather the, whether rather the service member has dependents. BAH aims to ensure that military families have suitable and affordable housing options. Let me just go through some of the, the qualifications that may be required some of the criteria you, you need that you may need to qualify you're assigned to permanent duty in the united states you need it united states including alaska hawaii and the district of columbia otherwise known as washington dc mm-hmm. um you are not furnished government housing so that means you don't you aren't assigned a place to stay you don't have a bed on the vessel or right. the barracks or whatever your station at, they don't have anything for you, right? You live off post or in an off base housing, and you are not using base resources, right? So I, again, I didn't, they didn't have a place for me. They were, they didn't have any open beds, so I had to get a place out in town. Then I may qualify for that. I have a gross, oh. family, I have a gross family income of up to one hundred and fifty percent of federal poverty guidelines. So that's telling me that they're telling me like if my family is struggling because I have a bunch of dependents and I need help, that the government will help me basically. Or the last qualification is I am serving in an unaccompanied overseas tour except for a member paying child support. So that's a caveat right there. So for the service members that may be paying child support, You you may not qualify based on what this is saying. You may not be eligible for BAH, unfortunately. So again, BAH is a monthly stipend that is based on the member's rank, dependency status, and permanent duty station zip code. Ah, What used to happen back in the day. Yeah, so what used to happen back in the day is that they used to base it off of where your dependents were. When I was in the military, I don't know if this changed, but they used to base it off of where your, your dependents were yep. living at. So I could have been stationed in Norfolk, right. Virginia, but my family could have been in California. And so my BAH would have been based on where my dependents are at in California. Nice. You know what I'm saying? But I would have to make sure that I am doing what I'm supposed to do because some people in the military... They tried to try to pull a fast one, and so what they would do is say, "Oh, just to say we're married, or say we're this," and so I can get these benefits or these allowances. And they weren't doing sending any money home. Mm-hmm. I've seen people get in trouble for that because they weren't taking care of home, but they were collecting all the money for right. claiming their kids or claiming their spouse's benefits, but they weren't helping them out, and they were mm-hmm. uh, living two lives basically.
0: Yeah, I've heard all kind of interesting things. So
1: yeah that's basically it for the allowance piece and the base pay for you can get folks so you can
0: get base pay plus allowances for different things that you may qualify for yes Yes. okay that's dope
1: And there are helpful resources. We'll add them in the show notes and and everything. But there's helpful resources out there that you can go actually see as a member of the or if you're just curious as a civilian, and you want to go see what the pay structure is. They give you a breakdown based on year, tenure, rank, and everything. You can go look at that chart and go, go compare those things and view those things. With that being said... I'm gonna pass it on to Brian, and he's gonna go through the comparison between and compensation and military worldwide.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm honored to have some stuff to talk about here because I, I, I used to think about the military, but I chose college instead. I, I got, I got chickened out, and that was it. My, one of my, yeah, one of my boys went to the Navy. He was like, "Yo, let's do the buddy program and blah blah blah." My Godfather career Navy man, so I like I had all the man. Oh, nah, nah. <laughs> so I think you would have been great. Yeah, that's that's what they say after the fact in hindsight. <laughs> but anywho, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really honored to talk about some stuff here. So when comparing military pay across different countries, various factors such as the country's economic conditions, cost of living, the military budget, while it is challenging to provide an exhaustive comparison we have a little bit of a brief comparison for you anyway. Um, just a few of the select countries. So the first one, of course, United States. United States offers a competitive military pay with varying rates based on the rank, like what we're saying, rank, years of service, responsibility level. And the military benefit package includes allowances, as he mentioned, the housing, what was it, the housing and the meal allowance. And they also yes. have health care, retirement plans, and educational opportunities. And all this is real stuff too. If if you're serious about the United States military, they do actually have all these things. Like you said, I got family in the military. All can tell you, you can take advantage of these these opportunities. I'm not an advocate, but there there are some people who do need something, right? And if you need something to get your life together, it it can help
1: you. It's consistent pay. There's stability. Your checks are never late
0: on time. Well, <laughs> they're always on time
1: They hit your account. I haven't experienced any late paychecks in the military. They're run through the Department of Defense. They don't uh, have the
0: ACH problems that the world just in- endured No. <laughs> no. All right. The we're going to compare four, four of the world militaries. The United States, the UK, United Kingdom, China, and Germany. Not everywhere, just these four. United Kingdom The British armed forces provides a comprehensive compensation package that includes basic pay allowance for food and housing and additional payments for specializations or deployments Mm -hmm. benefits include healthcare pensions and support for professional development as well. And our, we have plenty of um, friends of the show in the UK. If you guys know anything specific that we may have missed, that's interesting, please. Or if you, process payroll for the the UK oh man we'd love to have you on or and I tell folks too because a lot of folks are hesitant to come on the show if you would like to provide content we're glad to read it and give you the credit you know not everybody can is ready to be in front of the camera and ready to be talk to thousands of people um but we're glad to deliver it for you and absolutely would give you the credit anywho that's United Kingdom and China which is a very interesting one I would love to get gets me gets me thinking anyway, anyway sorry going down rabbit holes here China is the people's liberation army the PLA of China has a complex pay structure I'm not surprised that considers rank position qualifications performance
1: and performance. Wow.
0: And performance. That's that's a company. That's right. Corporate. The PLA also provides housing and healthcare benefits to his personnel. Um I, I would imagine the pay is not as maybe robust or then because China is a communist country, so might be a very different situation. Also would love to know how they do payroll in China. Mm-hmm. Germany is the last one we have to talk about. And it's German armed forces offer a structured pay system based on rank and responsibilities. Additional allowances are provided for deployments, field duty, and special qualifications. All of them all have the the same same, scheme, basic, because you can't make it too different. And Germany has the benefits of uh, healthcare, housing, and pension schemes as well. It's very interesting. Again, please... Throughout the world, all the military folks so serving and supporting their countries, respectively, Godspeed, hope these wars are over soon and people get home and back to being with their families. Military pay is, is a multifaceted topic that plays a pivotal role in attracting and retaining dedicated in, individuals to the armed forces. Don't go into the arm, don't go into the I just said yes, it's a great opportunity for people, but don't do it if you're scared. Like for you know what I'm saying? I was scared. I, I was like, and especially the Navy because I'm terrified of the ocean. So hello. I had friends that went into the navy and they went submarines, bro. I could not do a submarine. I could not be in a submarine. Maybe an aircraft carrier, but hey. at the end of the day, I might have to go in the water. I don't know, man. Maybe I would have, maybe I would have. Got out of those fears, but it's not for the faint of heart. You got to be in the right situation to go do this. You can't be scared. That's for damn sure. So understanding the different types of pays and allowances and the benefits offered by militaries worldwide, it provides insights into efforts that countries are making to support their service members Comparing compensation across nations, we gain a broader perspective of how military reflects the different societies and how they place the value in things. So it's interesting. It's really, I would love to dig deeper in these things. And again, I think we started off talking about payroll. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna run out of stuff to talk about. And then once we got going, we were like, we're never gonna run out of stuff to talk about. Never.
1: (laughs) uh, One thing, one thing I'm interested to to find out is how military pay. Compares to law enforcement pay.
0: Ooh, how, how police that's a good officers one.
1: pay c- compares. Is it the same type of structure? Because I really don't know. Yep. I don't know. Like, I, yeah. No, like, yeah. There was nobody in my family, not that I recall, not that I can recall, that was ever in. Oh, law enforcement.
0: You yo. I'm going to have so to get my godfather to come on the show. Yeah. then maybe we can have him.
1: Speak he's to both. That, to that pay. He,
0: he's been both.
1: He's been and military he, and law enforcement.
0: He's, yes. Right. And I think he's done PI work oh okay yeah, yeah. so he could tell us about a, a few different pay type of schemes yeah, yeah. and stuff all right yeah all right i might have to get him on
1: yeah so um, I, I would find that interesting and i w- I want to know how that excuse me how that will work just try to compare it and see because maybe law enforcement is and it's probably different in other countries as well and, and yep. one of the most common things is that what we saw when you were doing the comparisons is that they all get, they're all provided certain allowances, mm-hmm. healthcare, mm-hmm. retirement, or pension. Yep. They're off offered like a base, like a set of things, right? A yes. base set of things for being in the military, but Very I'm sure. Very career driven. Yeah. Honestly, I could easily see somebody doing 20 years in the military yep. and like some of those things that the pension schemes. So if if you do 20 years, and you, you get an honorable discharge. You're eligible for a pension after 20 years. So, like most people, a lot of people don't see out the 20 years. My father, I can speak to, to to him. Like he had done what 16 years, <gasps>
0: right before. there.
1: Yeah, and but so my father, he was just he was burnt out. He was burnt out.
0: Wow. You know, like so, I'm done.
1: Yeah. Dang. Yeah. He was burnt out. You know, it's and,
0: it's it's got to be a beat. It's got to take a toll.
1: Oh, being in the mil- being in the military, law enforcement, any of those roles, they are. It's in my head. I know first responders. People think about the EMTs and the nurses and stuff like that, but I put them in the same category. Firemen, cops, yeah, 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 as our, our soldiers, right? Because yeah. they're they have to respond first the military has to respond first law enforcement has to respond first emts they have to come to save the day. yeah you know what i'm saying i can only imagine what all of them feel and what all of them are go through on a daily basis on the stuff that they see so i can only imagine i was in the military i was an active dude active hazard zone and stuff like that and i was almost captured as i shared with you before yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like it, it is a very intense thing. And so for me, the the at the bare minimum, we sh- we should do our best as a country, corporations, whatever. We should do our best for our first responders, our military folks, our law enforcement Absolutely. folks. We should make sure we take care of them, and also take care of everybody else in the in the in the civilian sector and stuff like that. But I really think those people should be taken real good care of. That's just from someone who's... No,
0: no, man. It, it, you're right. You're right, man. I, and... Yeah. It's tough, man. It, one VA is better than the other VA. And Come on, man. These are these, mm-hmm. these men and women, you all risk your lives for us. They can't come home to something better than this?
1: I remember when I got out and was coming, trying to get acclimated back into civilian life, and I remember trying to, you know, find a job, going through tip agencies and stuff, and not having that insurance, that health insurance, because like you can, yes, you don't, you don't have to pay a premium in the military. You just go to the dentist, you just go yep. to the doctor, you just they sign you an Can't appointment, and you, and you know, <laughs> you go get seen. Yep. Uh, but in the civilian world, you need that insurance, right? You need those medical benefits, and so the VA offers insurance. But unfortunately, there's so many people that want to use it. Right. Yeah. But there's, there's so many people that need that health insurance. And I, I remember I called, I was calling because I was, I think at that time I was making 10, 11, 12 bucks an hour. Wow. It wasn't much back then trying to have my own place, my own car and really struggling to live paycheck to paycheck. So I called the VA. And to try to get health benefits, and I, I'll never forget the woman on the phone told me. She said, "Sweetie," she was an old Southern woman, <laughs> in like Alabama. You know, right, whatever. right. And she was like, "Sweetheart, I, I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna be real with you. You're probably better off getting benefits through your job than the VA. Unfortunately, you're probably better off going to get dental and stuff like that through your job than the VA because there's so many people." To have other existing things from war zones, from different traumatic things that happened to them in the military, that, hey, she said that, and honestly, that the benefits aren't the best. The VA benefits aren't the best for veterans. So, yeah, so it was sobering and surprising yeah. to hear that because I, nobody, when you're- Nobody
0: got you ready for that. Nobody told you, you ready like, hey, that. this is how it's going to
1: be. I'll never forget this I had a shipmate who his 20 years were up, and they told him, I think basically they had to say, okay, you re enlisted a bunch of times. Sorry, we don't want you to really. Like He's been told like, horse
0: retired.
1: Yeah. And so I'll never forget, man, this grown man just crying, like weeping.
0: Because <sighs> he didn't,
1: he said, he, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, oh, I need, my God. I need, this. I need the military. I, I need. The money, the money is good. He was like, "I'm looking at civilian jobs for the same thing that I do, and it's like a big drop in pay for me." Right? Yeah, man. Like, I I I say that, and I'm sharing these stories out now because I I've seen people in the military really go through it, really struggle, really battle, and I like you said, I feel like we could definitely do better by by all of them. By yeah. all, our, all our service members and all our law enforcement, all our first responders, everybody in the in the country, we could do better by them. I feel, yep. and I don't know.
0: Shout out, sh- sh- yeah, no, no, bro, and hey, it's spaces for you to do that. Shout out to Valor Payroll. Yes, just thinking about Christina and her husband. I think I believe her husband is a veteran.
1: Yeah, Dusting yeah
0: Yep. Just thinking about them and this and all that. And and what made me think about them is that I'm really happy that I see a lot of veteran-owned businesses, entrepreneurs, small businesses. And a lot of, most, a lot of them, they make sure they take They hire, like, veterans first. And that's dope. That's dope. It's a brotherhood. You you keep your brotherhood going. Keep that fraternity or I don't, uh, how do you say it in a way that it's a fellowship because it's yes. camaraderie because it's male and female, right? So It's both. It's not just a brotherhood. Just keeping that going like that's dope because we need more of that. Like those folks who can come out and build businesses, your comrades need it because there's not every, the jobs aren't there and it's it can like to like you said it just can be tough. Folks come out and then they struggle to acclimate a lot of times. A lot of the, the stories you hear is I have respect in the military. I was saluted and respected and da, 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 now I'm out and I get treated like everybody. Like it's hard for them to lose that status yep. for that res- and then make that adjustment. But there's a way, there's a way. So it's, or stay in there, <laughs> become a you lifer.
1: Know, I, I do want to correct one thing right. I said um, sure. about military pay, not okay. ever being late. The the, the only time that it would I'm just thinking about it The only time that I think that it will happen Is during a government shutdown
0: Oh what Wait a minute So when the government shuts down Military doesn't get paid Yo that's crazy
1: Yep. I'm
0: looking here now Because that happens like every year They they threaten They're always threatening it Or it happens for a day or two Or a week or something Mm -hmm. like that That's messed up
1: so this is what it says: military members are not paid during a government shutdown unless Congress passes a separate bill to allow military pay to continue. Oh so there's potential goodness. there for them not to be paid, but there isn't. There is a an act that was passed. I think it's Pay Our Military, something like that. And so there's a law that that they set aside some funds just in case there's a, a shutdown, so they can pay some. Some money only during the hours of the official government shutdown. So it's, it's not going to continue like it, once the government opens back up for business. It's only during the actual shutdown that those funds could be appropriated. So wow. th- there are some things that were put into place to try to help with that. But yeah, from what I'm reading here, military members are not paid during a government shutdown unless Congress passes a separate bill. Oh. And, if, and if I'm wrong, if you're recently... Let us know. Out of the military, or you're currently in the military, hey, hey, enlighten me. I haven't been in the military for almost 20 years. (laughs) It's been a while,
0: yeah, (laughs) no doubt. No, but hey, just everything we talk about, right? If you know something we missed, we wrong Mm -hmm. fact check us, no prop, let us know. This is a learning show, so if you if we said something wrong, please let us know so we can correct it, you know what I mean. Um. Yeah. Once again, we wanted to give and pay homage to our military folk across the world, across the globe, and we hope that you get home safe. And we really thank you for your service. For and honestly, shoot, I thank everybody for protecting their respective homes. You can't, you gotta, mm-hmm. I respect it. Yeah, man. Yeah.
1: Yep. All right. That's well, it.
0: Thank you for joining us it. today. Yeah.
1: Thank you. It's another episode. And until next time.
0: Yep. We love you. Peace.
1: Thank you for tuning in to It's About Payroll. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, keep going.